Naturally made, naturally delicious. For another snake draft on the Elijah Har Show. Come on, let snake snake. Vote for your favorite list on Twitter at 933KWTO or on the Elijah Har Show Facebook page. Welcome back to KWTO. It's snake draft time. We're picking people that we have forgotten about. What's that mean? That means they were in, in our on on our TVs for like a half a minute, everybody wanted to talk to him, and then they totally disappeared. Joel's joining us from the road. Joel, do you want the first pick? Do I? Uh, do I want the first pick? You don't have to. I'm happy to well, take it. I'll, I'll I'll hand it off. All right, I'm going to take the first pick because this whole draft is based off of a guy that got real popular for a really good song. Oliver Anthony is my first pick. Oliver Anthony, like a month ago, was everywhere on social media. He had sung this awesome song. I still play it in my car all the time about the rich men north of Richmond that were stealing our money. He was everywhere. He turned down a multi-million dollar recording contract. He's like, nope, I just want to play my little guitar and do these stuff. And he has totally disappeared for the public consciousness. Great music, lousy business sense. Oliver Anthony is my first pick. And I, tra- I like it. Does he have any plans? Does he have any direction? Nobody Do we know knows because he's totally disappeared. You love a guy who just comes in, drops an off an awesome song, and then heads out. I mean, he's going to be with his well, living conditions set probably so for life. He, I don't think so because he didn't make no, any money off it. That's like the billions. thing is they offered yeah. him money and he said, I don't want a recording contract. So. Yeah. I don't know if he's actually going to make anything off it. This guy could live on an income of $50,000 a year for the rest of his life, and I'm sure through royalties, YouTube ads, views on whatever, he has just enough to get through, and that's a good thing. Like, that's awesome. All right, Garrett, what's what you got? So um, I, I did a lot of research on this list, actually. I reached out to a lot of people. I, w- I was really trying to win since Elijah smashed me in one of the previous oh, hold on, hold on. drafts. Let, let's talk about... Oh, you you didn't do an update on that. How did our last draft go? Eli- I, the only vote I got was for myself, and Elijah got like in the double digits of other votes ahead like of me. Like an 80%, so, 90% landslide on the yeah, last one. Yeah, that one, that one was tough. It was not my best performance. Uh, bad financial decisions. You cannot vote on it anymore. However, you can go listen to it at the Elijah Har Show podcast on Apple or Spotify. Or just go and, and make fun of uh, the, the terrible, terrible decision that, that he made. Which would be fine, and I would totally understand it. My number one overall pick, somebody who was... Hot for a little bit longer than uh, than Oliver Anthony, and then dropped off the face of the earth. I, I don't know what ended up happening to him. I'm sure it was stunt related. Do you guys remember Evil Knievel? That name was all over the place, Wait, and then it just dropped the, off. The the guy who jumped things. <laughs> yes. yes, that's my number one overall pick. That's a terrible pick. We all forgot about him. He yeah. was in our hearts well, and minds for years. He he yeah, literally he for like forty years was uh, like jumping things. And then he passed away. I don't think. I think he just died. People immediately forgot about him. The second I, nobody thinks his about Evil Knievel anymore. Stuff now. No. Do you know his son's name? Evil Knievel too. Well, that's that's a terrible. The second. That's his son's name. I don't like that at all. I don't like this that. This is a terrible. I, this is your worst pick since you picked kids 
as a bad financial decision. Which is true. Nobody can argue with me whether or not that's true. Just I guaranteeing that you that you are not going to win another one. Evil Knievel. I had to look up how to spell his name. I looked up some of his drum, his some of his jumps. They are pretty sick. Um, but a lot of people, especially my age, just don't know the name Evil Knievel, and that's a tragedy to me. So I am taking him with the first overall pick in my draft. If anything, just to spread his name and his greatness. All right, Joel, what you got for us? Uh, okay, I had to adjust my thinking because I was thinking like something different. So we're gonna go with Joe the plumber. Ah, oh, he was on my list. I didn't think anybody would think what? of him. Yeah, he was on my well, list. Yeah, so he's basically been forgotten. He got super popular in like during Obama. He, I don't, I don't even remember what he did. He just like said something snarky, and then he got famous, and now no one's he's disappeared. I have no idea who this person is. Oh my Can I God. get a little Joe background? Plum- okay, Joe the Plumber, he, I think it was during the 2012 presidential campaign, he confronted Barack Obama about how Obama didn't care about middle-class individuals. The very next debate, John McCain and, and Barack Obama both talked about Joe the Plumber like a dozen times, that he became the, the nameless, faceless, everyman of America. Joe the Plumber actually, he ran for Congress, didn't go well. He actually ended up making millions upon millions of dollars. He did, I think he did YouTube things and sold ads He's on like it. Comment, commentating. Yeah, it just made right? tens yeah. of millions of dollars doing huh. that. Ended up, it, it was a great moment for him. Yeah. Oh, that's my number one pick. All right, because... Wait, do I get another one? Yeah, you... that's the beautiful thing. When you, when you punt to the first one, then you get the wraparound. Oh, shoot. Uh, okay, How I'm going to go with, uh, I'm unprepared. We're going to go with um, the guy that wrote the book. Uh, I can't even remember his name. It was everywhere. Um, Catcher uh, in the Rye. No, no. Um, your best life ever. Or like, what was it called? Uh, the guy, he's a preacher. From, Rick Warren? Uh, Purpose Driven Life? Warren. Yes, Rick Warren. <sighs> That, that was my second pick. Didn't we talk I, about him on the show like two weeks ago or two I months ago? I feel like he's still sort of in the news, though, isn't he? Or is he not? Maybe he's not. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, you I, could he's right. not, I mean, he was like so... It, it, Rick Warren was everywhere you turn. Purpose-driven life, purpose-driven kids, purpose-driven marriage, purpose-driven finances. Not like, And now he's basically disappeared. Yeah, no, I, I, th- I think you're 100%. He, you're right. He, he was... He, his... The book was what you couldn't get away from the book. And then yeah. once and, once the once yeah. people stopped reading the book, it was like uh, what was that other book? Prayer of Jabez or something like that? Oh yeah, that's I've read that one. That was yeah. that's a good everywhere book. and everybody yeah. talked about it and then just just all of a sudden it's off everybody's bookshelf. All right. Uh yeah. Garrett, you're up next. Yeah, so if you liked my Evil Knievel pick, which many people did <laughs> um, people are saying <laughs> I'm 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 going with dog, the big bad dog. Dog the Bounty Dog Hunter. The bounty I hunter. love it. That's uh, a good one. I watched this show. I I, I was researching uh, with, with the girlfriend last night, and she said, who's Dog the Bounty Hunter? And then we watched like 10 minutes of Dog the Bounty Hunter's greatest clips, and we're more in love now than ever. So Dog the Bounty Hunter is my pick. I would watch him almost every night. He was on A&E or whatever other channels they stuck him on. It was entertaining every time. Go in Christ, brah. Go in Christ. <laughs> 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 okay, uh, my number two pick, Christine Blasey Ford. You remember she testified against Brett Kavanaugh, claimed that 40 years earlier at a party, he may or may not have, have 
been mean to her, had no nobody witnessed it. She hadn't told anybody for years and years and years. One of these people that just came out of the woodwork and was like, well, actually, he's a terrible person. I've never told anybody this story that happened 40 years ago at a party. I don't remember anybody at. I don't know the date. I don't know who was there. But I'm pretty sure he did bad things to me. She was, she was the toast of the liberals and the toast of Washington, D.C. for about two weeks. And then as soon as Kavanaugh got in the Supreme Court, I don't think anybody's heard from her again. Yeah, True. I forgot. As soon as you said her name, I'm like, I know that name, but I can't think of what she did. That is exactly, I think, the spirit of this draft is, uh, let me Google them. Oh, that's right. I remember them. Yeah, the spirit of the draft isn't so much Evil Knievel, who's, you know, an American legend and everybody knows. It's more the people that pop up for five minutes and then disappear. I, I get it. But Evil Knievel was short-lived in my lifetime, and so that's the that's what I'm going with here. There he is. <laughs> this is okay. okay uh, my number three pick. I'm going to go with one that got discussed yesterday. I'm going to say Sarah Palin. Sarah Palin. She is John McCain's running mate, running for president. She's the governor of Alaska. We're all going to get mavericky together. And then she has an incredibly bad interview with Katie Couric. It's downhill from there. They lose the presidential race. She up and resigns the governorship of, of Alaska because she's like, you know what? I need to move to the mainland. I got to get on my Fox News. And then she just disappears. And for years, the only time that Sarah Palin would pop up was when you'd hear about her baby or her daughter having another baby or her, her and her husband getting divorced. And then last year to know where she's like, you know what? I can probably run for Congress. And in maybe the biggest field in congressional history, I think like 70 people ran in the Alaska congressional primary last year. She, she ran, she had the backing of Trump and everybody else and got absolutely obliterated in that election. And all the people in Alaska are like, hey, Sarah, you moved away 20 years ago. You're not really an Alaskan. Yeah, I don't know. She kind of, she kind of cemented her place in history, though. Actually, she did not cement her own place. Uh, Tiffany Fay or whatever that woman's name is on <laughs> SNL. I feel like that was what actually made her. I name. can see Russia from my window. <laughs> like that. That yes, was my. I was waiting exactly. for somebody to bring that up. Yeah. All right, uh, Garrett, you're up next. I am up next. Um. This guy was really popular for about three years, which is a little bit longer than Oliver Anthony or any of the people and that you're about mentioning. And 27 years less than Evil Knievel. And, okay, fair. Uh, but this guy hasn't been heard from in what feels like 27 years. Uh, I'm going with the original creator of Ice Ice Baby, Vanilla Ice. <laughs> he had his own home improvement TV show. Wait, wasn't, Ice, wasn't Vanilla Ice, wasn't he in Springfield last year at the fair? <laughs> I don't know. He was. Was. It was one of the biggest concerts they've ever done. It was crazy that night. They had to have extra police because there were so many cars there. He was in Springfield last year for a concert. For Vanilla Ice, they had to bring extra security? Yeah, he's still a popular attraction. I know multiple people that that posted pictures from the concert last year at the fair. That's just shocking to me. And it's funny because I always get Vanilla Ice and MC Hammer confused, so I can never remember which one was here, but it was Vanilla Ice, and I know that. (laughs) MC Hammer might actually be another good pick in this draft eventually. Hammer time. Can't remember this. Instead, I can't touch this. All right, Joel, please save me from that tragic joke. What's your next pick? Uh, Mike Pence. <laughs> well, hold I, on. 
Mike Pence has been famous for 20 years. No, no, nobody knew who Mike Pence was when he was in the house. They, he, like, was rescued from oblivion when um, Trump picked him to be his VP. He becomes, like, he's all in the news during the January, after the January 6th stuff, and now, what's the article say? He can't get, like, 20 people to a lunch. That, which is true, which is true. I don't think that means people forgotten about him. They just don't care about it. People, I, I, if you went out Ooh. and asked, do you know who Mike Pence is? Oh, heck, yeah, I know who Mike Pence is. Do you support him now? So it's a little bit different to be forget forgotten mm. versus I just never cared that much. Well, give it another month. That's, that's a good point. Once he drops out, Mike Pence is pretty much over, right? Like once that's he drops never, out of this race, there's, n- there's nothing he can that's, do. That's probably legitimately true. Okay. All right, uh, wraparound pick, Joelle. Okay, I'm going to go any quarterback before Patrick Mahomes. Although I know the quarterback right before him. Do you mean any Chiefs quarterback prior to Patrick? Yes, any Chiefs quarterback. I was like, because we can. Other than like like Matt Castle and like the other rando guy that started Chase something or other that started once. There's a bunch of randoms. Elvis Gerbach. Yeah, there was like a long litany of just terrible, terrible Chiefs quarterbacks. I would say Len Dawson and yeah, Patrick yeah. Mahomes. Do you count? Montana. Do you count Montana as a Chiefs quarterback? Well, I have to. Yeah, even though I know we got like leftovers. I know, but um, yeah, any Chiefs quarterback before Mahomes, other than maybe those two, Len Dawson and. All right, Garrett. What's your next Montana. pick? This so this is interesting. This is where I really struck because I have a lot that I think are really really good here. So far, most of them are pretty terrible. Okay, that loud. All right. Yep. Uh, Let's go. Look, this is unfortunate, and I think he gets he gets uh, way too little credit compared to what he deserves. He was a top ten running back at the time on a very very terrible Chiefs team. Jamal Charles. Oh, we moved on so fast, Chiefs Nation, from Jamal Charles. I feel like as soon as we got Mahomes. Tyreek and Kelsey, you forgot all about the great Jamal Charles who carried this team on his back, his ankles, and his thighs for five to ten years. I'll be honest, I don't remember Jamal Charles, which means it's a good pick. Yeah, you don't remember Jamal Charles? No. He was like mid-2000s. This was before I paid much attention to the NFL. See, I've only started paying attention to the NFL in the past few years. Other than Super Bowl, I just never watched the NFL. All right, Joel, as a non-bandwagon Chiefs fan, how do you feel about Jamal Charles? Well, you're higher. It was a good pick. It was a good pick. He would have been great, but then we got like Kyrie because he's better. So. Yeah. Did it hurt whenever he went to the Broncos for that year? Oh wait, did he even come back? He he. I think he retired a chief. He left, but didn't really like play any snaps when he came back. Yeah, I don't know the Broncos. I don't hate the Broncos like I used to. I still hate the Raiders, though. <laughs> well, it's easy to hate the Raiders. They're the Raiders. Uh, all right, Jamal. But yeah, Jamal Charles is the pick. Yeah, um, Elijah didn't say this, but he's only been an NFL fan since we've been dating. Oh yeah, well, it shows yeah. when we talk about football. It I'm shows. a college football fan. Always have been. Always will be. But you know, I, I'll, I'll I'll sacrifice for the team and watch the NFL if I have to, just so I can date Joel. Yeah. What are you gonna? What else you gonna do on Sundays? Church. It, Chief. It's pretty. Good. It's pretty. It's a. It's a tough job being your boyfriend. Okay. Uh, my <laughs> final pick. Um, I, listen, I, I'm just going to be, all my picks are political because that's, that's who I am. Howard Dean is my fourth pick. Nobody knew one. about the, the Vermont governor until he came out of nowhere. He was leading the presidential race. 
He gets upset in Iowa, and we have the famous Dean scream where he's like, we're going to go to New Hampshire. Rah! We're going to go to South Carolina. Rah! And everybody's like, oh, my gosh, we cannot possibly let that man become president. He totally disappeared, never to be heard from again. It's still one of those super close brushes with fame that a guy from a tiny state came I mean, if he wins Iowa, he probably rolls to the Democratic nomination. He's the code pick candidate for the Democratic Party. What was this guy's name? Howard Dean. Howard yeah. Dean. Howard okay, Dean. gotcha. Governor of Vermont thought he was the. I mean, he was he was the. It was during the Iraq War, so he was the leader in the. We're gonna we're gonna end the war in Iraq. We're gonna be a bunch of peaceniks, and then John Kerry upsets him in Iowa, and his election night speech was so bad. It essentially yeah. ruined any chance he had of ever getting elected to politics again. So I, I had a political pick, and I wanted to run it by the both of you because you're political historians. Uh, this guy made a big manifesto in 1937. His name was Josiah Bailey. Is, does, any, does that name ring any bells to anybody? It does not. Josiah Bailey. He is apparently the father of modern conservatives. He, he coined the term lower taxes, lower spending um, like a hundred years ago. And I just thought it was going to be an interesting pick. I don't know. This is why I didn't. We're just him. googling people right now. It's called. It's called research. Yes, I put in effort to these snake drafts. <laughs> I could tell. You know, by... is John Edwards? Is that the same era? Because he was on my list. Yeah, John, Ed, John, Ed, John Edwards uh, ran for president the same year as Howard Dean. Howard Dean. Yeah, yeah. that was like. Eh, you know, presidential primaries, presidential races are like gold for forgotten men. A hundred percent. I mean, you think about Herman yeah. Cain and his 999 plan, or uh, yes. there, there's so many of Alan Keyes coming out of nowhere and then, you know, calling his kids hedonists. And like, there's, there's just every presidential campaign is a few gadflies that make headlines that get remembered for about five minutes and then totally disappear from our consciousness other than when you get on their email list. Okay. We're out of time. We're coming back tomorrow. Lots more to go on the show. Uh, when when we'll be we'll be back tomorrow. We'll talk more about the speakers' race. But as we do every day, go vote on ninety three three KWTO Twitter. Poor for Garrett. He just wants to wash away the sins of his last his last someone demolishing I, defeat. This was such a good draft for me. I'm shocked. Uh, as we do every day, finishing up with a quote of the day. This one from John Adams. You will never know much how much it, you will never know how much it costs the present generation. To preserve your freedom, I hope you'll make good use of it. We'll see you tomorrow on the Elijah Hart Show. As I was walking that ribbon of highway, I saw above me that endless sky.